3: Snowcone just gave us some information. He said that you do an interview with your son after every birthday.
0: Yeah, we just started this year. I thought it'd be a good idea. I thought yeah, it's a really good idea.
3: Yeah. I mean, he could use a better interviewer, but. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. You knew as something. As you knew something. I knew. Was I, knew. I was like, why is he talking about it? I'm like,
0: he, he started with it. I well, I didn't have time right to throw of it game.
3: off off the air because the mic just turned on, but that was my response. So yeah. Then his dad, a better interview than his dad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean someone you know more qualified. Yeah. Yeah. If you want me to do it, I can do it. It's fine.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. We'll do it next year. Sounds good. Yeah.
3: Have me and him do it. You could bring in (laughs) an an outside interviewer and you know, you could
2: have kind of the questions ready, but would you be nervous about the answers he might give if you're not there? Well I
0: think he'd be I think he'd be nervous if it was anyone else other than me or his mom asking questions. I mean,
3: I'm a good interviewer, I make him feel at home.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean. I think he likes that it's his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 It went well. Ten minutes was fun. (laughs) He thinks, she, he thinks he thinks he was very curious interview. about Slim's burner phone that's under his desk over there.
2: Yeah, if he can get it to work, I, I can't <laughs> get that thing to work anymore. So <laughs> I was worried he's going to get it working and looking at it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's uh, prepaid, so I don't think there's any credits left on it. Okay. So it sh- that is a prepared. good idea, though, for sure. To yeah. do an I like it. it's it's a good idea. thanks. Yeah. I thought
0: it was fun. We had a good time with
2: it. Where'd you get the idea?
0: I just thought of it. I thought, you know, all the stuff we do up here with our, you know, Twitch and recording stuff, I thought, you know, he just turned five. Like, what if we yeah. record something and next year we'll do it at six and he can always look back at it and, you know, I can always look back at it.
3: Yeah. yeah I just I so basic questions like what's your favorite
0: color, you know, and then like a little towards the end, you know, like what's your favorite thing mm. about yourself, you know.
3: Right.
2: People that, you know, that do a good job of of doing that stuff I am envious of it. I'm terrible at it like I never journaled it's not so much that I regret yeah. not journaling but I didn't really take enough pictures when I was younger like my dad <laughs> passed away right before phones really took over with pictures you know my dad pa- what year did your dad pass away
3: Laszlo because
2: my dad was like 2013
3: I don't know it was like
0: 2017 oh was it that much later
3: no it was even later than that I think, I think
2: it was like 2018
3: maybe like I think
2: my dad died t- actually today's his birthday I think he died 10 years ago but you know it's so weird because it didn't sound Is that horrible ago. and I don't know no, I don't think knowing exactly when you have... My brothers and I have done this before, too. Like, when did Dad die?
3: I know it was in October.
2: But I just but I, if it
3: was three years ago or four years ago...
2: I don't have a lot of video of him or, or, or pictures of him because 2013 doesn't sound that long ago, at least not to someone my age. But if you think about it, yeah, we had cameras on our phones, but they weren't, they weren't great. You weren't taking nearly as much right. video. You weren't videoing everything. You weren't posting everything on social media constantly. So, you know, we've got old VHS home videos, but I, I do... You know, I'm bummed by the fact that it's not easy for me to just pick something up, pull something up, and show you know Brooke or whatever. Like right. you know, here, here's my dad. I mean, do you have you thought of that before? Like just not having, not having that stuff. And it's not just you know for people who pass away, but your your childhood, right? Your friends when you were a kid. Did you do you have any of those pictures still? Do your friends have any of those pictures? No, still? No, I
3: see my friends post some of them on Facebook and they'll tag me. Right, and then you're and like, I'm like, oh man I, man, I don't have any of that. Yeah, yeah, and, I don't but, remember having any of it.
2: At least that way, once it's posted. You can see it. You can save it. Whatever. Right. But in our group, there was the one guy who took pictures, and you know everyone made fun of him at the I time. I have but...
3: anything? Like I think not too long ago, someone posted a picture of our football team.
2: Yeah. In and high they're...
3: school was like eight and o whatever year, and I was like, oh man. Right. Using the magnifying glass. Like, okay, like, right. who is that? Yeah. There's me. All yeah. Right. It's
2: just I, I am envious of kids that they have that, or, or I say kids, just uh, whatever generation. I guess certainly younger millennials and Gen Z, they're going to have so much record now. Some no, of that's of a curse too. Because there's some of that stuff that you probably would like to not remember, or certainly right. other people to not remember. But it's just I just right there on the cusp, like with my dad, and
3: it, it kind of sucks. So I when, never really thought about it. I guess
2: I guess when you look back at like your your kids, and you go, I mean, man, that'll what all could be I documented, remember? right? Because You've I'll send them stuff
3: now. You know that'll come up on Facebook Memories. I'll be like, man, remember this? Exactly. This is you yep. at three years old, at um, little K getting a hit and running the wrong way, right? You know,
2: yeah, I, I probably so they'll wouldn't. have all that, and, and but what Snow Cone's doing is, but kind I don't of, have
3: any of it from me and my dad.
2: Well, even though you have these pictures and videos of them playing sports or whatever, are there things like looking back, do you think, oh, that would have been cool if I had done you know, people do like the second a day and stuff like that? Yeah, and no, it's yeah, too lazy of course. to do but mm-hmm. I think interviewing your kid a picture a day or whatever, yeah, the yeah, picture a day, a the to second a day. To. Yeah. It is. But
3: I do think if you're just a regular parent now who takes pictures of their kids doing stuff mm-hmm. and you put it on social media, they'll have it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they will have a ton. Of, it I won't be as cool it. as an yeah. interview. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Every year that's like, just personal between you two. It won't be as cool as that. But there will be a ton of stuff that they'll have. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I have these home videos in the basement that I desperately need to get, uh, you know, digitized. digitized. And I just still haven't done it. So I haven't even seen those home videos since we unplugged the last I I think think our 10 years ago. you'd probably thank
0: yourself if you did.
2: Well, I know. I would. And then the other thing that scares me is I start to get that feeling of, like, what if those things are – what if I've let them sit for too long? You know, what if they – what if they're rotting, and I've done yeah. a bad job on my family because I, you know, I should have gotten that stuff. They're in your basement; it's a cool, dry place. They'll be fine. Yeah.
0: I mean, um, if the
3: porcelain doll heads stay, yeah, fine right, and right.
2: they can make it. Well, in the movies, they always show like older generations having. It's like
3: their- I got nothing but porcelain doll heads and videos of my <laughs> passed away father in my basement. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, you know what? I'm not going to visit. Nuance. I'm there's, not going to visit. There's
2: nuance to this. There's nuance sounds
3: nice, but yeah, I'm good. Did you, you have- want to go in the basement? No. No. <laughs> Did your dad
2: have the, the mm. film reels of home videos from when he was a kid? I'm always amazed when I see. Yeah, how I many think he had a box those. of them at
3: one point, and my mom was like, You know, do you want these? I was like, No.
2: I didn't know what to do with them. We found some at the house, but we didn't even know who they, they were. Because I just knew me.
3: They would just sit in my basement. That's what's happening. You know, like to me. I was like, No. I think my sister might have taken them.
2: The, the actual film reels?
3: I know that in my mom's basement in Michigan, I went in there, and there was like, you know, uh, my oldest son was like, "What is this?" And there was just like a pictures of me and my dad when I was little at like yeah. Disney World and stuff. And then there was a box of tapes. So I don't know what's on there. I have right. no idea. But I'm guessing when you know my mother passes away, that's when probably me and my sister will go through that stuff. Yeah,
2: that's the other thing too. All the tapes that we have, not all of them, but a lot of them, it's a home video, and then like a copy of. You know, Cape Fear. They they put like three movies on one my, thing and they would just grab a tape and put home videos. So there's so much, I have to pull all that stuff and then go through there and edit it. But I should absolutely do that mm-hmm. because it'd be nice for my mom to be able to see that. All that oh, stuff yeah. was filmed I I, uh, and never seen again. No one's I ever watched I did
3: tape those. over my uh, wedding? sister's first wedding Oof. video.
2: That's like something with, out of a movie. Yeah. With what? Like, do you know with, what you were taping?
3: Uh, Michigan Basketball National I Championship. <laughs> I, I figured it was I figured it, gonna it gonna was sports. I remember I just grabbed one and. Yeah. Put it in there.
2: Well, did your dad videotape you at Christmas when you were a kid? Did he have the? Oh, uh, you know, him? he ha-
3: not a lot though. I think maybe you know, like a- for a couple years, him and my uncle were really into it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where all that stuff went. You know, like he would oh. tape it, you know, and then you know, almost like a Steve Martin movie, right? But that didn't last very long. You know, he didn't show up to like sports games and stuff with it. Mm. So there may be some Christmas stuff on. Maybe. You know, I don't know what he would have been videotaping.
2: My dad filmed a lot of that stuff. Birthdays and and holidays for sure. I can
3: feel like I like he had it on him at like vacation stuff. Yeah. Like Disney or whatever. So there's probably stuff like that, but but I don't
2: know. I don't think any of mine was ever seen. I think it was recorded and it was labeled, and it probably hopefully some of it or all of it still exists somewhere, but I don't think anyone ever Went back to watch it. No, you know, no one ever said like, let's pull out the home videos. It was like as if it hadn't been Never. long enough. But now, you know, w- when you start to lose people, you get older, yeah. whatever. It would be cool, and it's like, oh, well, I got I got to get a VCR with yeah, a, I don't know, RCA out to what burn a DVD to then put that on like, somewhere. Sure well, some you could send it somewhere, but that's the issue. Like I said, there's a lot of movies on there like The Godfather and Cape Fear and Lair of the White Worm or whatever I was masturbating to back in the day, and it's all You're mixed You are masturbating in. to Cape Fear? Yeah, what? <clears throat> I could, I found it surprisingly easy to masturbate <laughs> to a lot of videos that we had.
3: I'm just curious about Cape Fear.
2: Um, well, what was the scene in Cape Fear? But no, Governor, but Governor! You're yeah, like, me, I can't.
3: <laughs> I can't take anymore. You just have a giant boner. <laughs> you know,
2: I think Cape Fear was Bobby one
3: and Bobby De tied underneath the car. You're like, you sexy... <laughs> There is a there is a salter. <laughs> My God! I'm not talking about. I the think even Bobby scene. De Niro would be like, "Wait,
2: you masturbated yeah. the cake?" For I may him not. Him. I may not have. But didn't you ever? You well, I, don't said many, it. I, don't I don't know, know a how many. I don't know how many videos just to pull well, out. Well, the White Worm. I know for sure I did. <laughs> but I don't know how if your parents recorded a lot of uh, movies. But I would go through and look at the names of the movies, and based on the name, I would think, "I'll bet there's some sex in this." So I just I think Cape Fear might have been one of those where I was like, this that sounds like it has to have well, I think it was just a sex scene. It's yeah, R rated if you saw it's R rated, you would think.
3: Yeah, yeah. and then certain you
2: know. certain titles too, you're like, that's gotta be that's gotta have something. You end up fast forwarding through it and there's nothing. But, you know.
3: I mean, there's a bunch of movies to check. A bunch of movies to check? Well, yeah, there's like three yeah. of them, you know. Like my mother to this day, and I do love the movie Scarface, but there was like two movies that I could masturbate to after that. So then you know, I would get home or they'd be away or whatever, you know, yeah. the time you put it in. Then I would just rewind it over and over to, like, you know, the middle of Scarface somewhere. And I think to this day, she'll like, I'll tell you his favorite movie is Scarface. Yeah, I watch man. it every night. And I still haven't said, like, no, nah, jacking off on to seen. the movies later. I'm just like, nope, love Scarface. Absolutely. Then I do You'd love have it. So it's it. like, if you, if you just accused me of that being my favorite movie, okay. Yeah. But it's weird how my whole family now, th- like, that's just like a secret. Yep. But my keep... whole family is like, yeah, he loves Scarface. Loves it. Loves it. Just Watched it every night it. in high school. And I'm like, mm. yeah I, mean, I saw parts of it as I fast-forwarded it <sighs> back. Like, why seconds. did I fast-forward all the way back? <laughs> I got to get...
2: And you literally would wear out the tape because you get to the yeah. scene and the tracking would get off. And you're like, oh, no. What am I mm-hmm. going to do now? I can't go to my parents and be like, we need another copy of Layer of the White Worm because the 10 seconds I use... Yeah. Has been absolutely ruined. And Snowcone, you're a few years younger, but was that still going on for your people your age? I think Guys, so, but I mean, when oh, around, we had like,
0: like Limewire and Kazaa, and so we were downloading. Okay, at that so point. you were
2: already able
0: to get. Yeah, to but that I remember stuff. certainly seeing stuff on TV where it's like, oh, I, if I was alone right now or whatever. Yeah, if you had yeah. a movie
2: channel like Cinemax or something, yeah. that was a game changer. Ponto,
3: yes, I did watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and I am yeah. still to this day. In love with Phoebe. Cage. It's burned like, into I our brains.
2: I can see it. That perfectly. is, I, I just
3: like my God.
2: I don't have a good visual memory. I know exactly what that scene oh, looks like. Exactly She's good.
3: unbelievable.
2: Yeah, it was just unbelievable yeah. when
3: I was a kid. Like, I mean, still, I guess she doesn't act anymore or anything. Mm-hmm.
2: I, no, you but, don't. You don't see her. But yeah, that I scene... read some
3: story about her that she decided to give it up for some reason. Okay. I don't remember right. why. Almost like Winnie from.
2: Yeah, I feel like there was maybe a something. Reason. She did something yeah. better
3: with her life. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I think
2: but. Winnie became a math teacher, right? Does that sound right? Yeah, created right. some new way to teach algebra like a, or a,
3: an actual rocket scientist, like real I think. smart, yeah.
2: super smart. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, my pretty, god, good for her. But the she was years, also
3: like, I love her
2: Hot absolutely. I love her. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. The
1: Church of
2: Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on, kid? Well, Snowcon. I think maybe I found what you were talking about here. But it sounds like it's different. And this is from a few years ago. What's that? I just searched it. But this is from uh, 2016, I think. This but it says thing? No, this is, it says the age when kids are oh. most and least fun according to parents. Like the oh, most good. fun age. Now, because you said that your mom saw something and said that that age, for whatever reason, was fourth grade. Which fourth grade would be about 10 years old, right? That's Nine what she year- said. She read know?
0: somewhere in some study. It was supposed to be fourth grade.
2: Okay. So this one is talking about five-year-olds, I think. It says... Um, you know reaching the fifth birthday is a milestone for kids they have better motor skills which means fewer slips and falls fewer bathroom accidents uh, and in part because their attention spans are longer it's time for them to start kindergarten it's also an awesome yep. age from a parent's point of view that's the conclusion of this british survey okay so this must be different which asked parents to rank the most fun they had with their kids at different ages well that's why, why I started
0: it? talking about he just turned 5 and i was i've always i've been told that 5 is like the most fun age so I was talking to my mom about it, and she said the fourth grade thing, and I was curious what Lazo
3: thought, you know, having two boys. And I think older. it gets better.
2: Almost 40% I think it five. does
3: get better, because yeah. I think they start to find themselves. You because know what I mean? Like, he's a still a little yeah. part of you and his mother, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he doesn't, you know, he's starting to, right? He's starting to say, oh, I don't like this cartoon, or I like this cartoon. And you're starting to find out what he's really into, but yes. he's still, at this age, trying everything, yes. right? Like, it's all new to him, so, like, does he like sports, or does he like dancing, or does, is he a musician? Like, oh, you right. don't know yet, you like, know? He's in drama and he camp this week, know. and
0: apparently loves right. acting, loves, you know, right. can be Peter Pan's shadow in a play, and right. is obsessed so with you it, So you don't know
3: exactly, yeah. like, he's trying to figure all that out, and you're trying to figure it all out, and let, but I think, you know, as they get older, you start to be like, oh, this is what he's into, mm. and I think as they, you know, to me, as they start to get to that point.
2: So... I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with this five thing. Obviously, it sounds like you wouldn't, but they're saying that 40% of the parents polled said that five was the best. I guess that was just the most common answer. I do remember
3: like five, you know, if I think about it, like around there, kindergarten. It says kindergarten they start to develop a good sense me. of humor and communicate properly. Yeah, and they can hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they definitely. can have their own thoughts. Yeah. I'm 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 seeing that more and more each day. But yeah. I think it gets better as they get older. You know, I think like those thoughts and conversations become more intricate, more nuanced. Yeah, you yeah. know, and you start to realize that you know they do have their own thoughts, you know, hmm. and their own personalities, and uh, and I think the um other influences, mm-hmm. their friends, teachers. Coaches, all those things start to influence them as they start to become their own person. Like, before they go to school in kindergarten, really, what are their influences? Maybe Their mom and dad, and yeah. their cousins, maybe Siblings a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. Their grandparents a little bit, TV. but they're still just kind of like yeah. part Sponges. of the family thing, yeah. Yeah. right? But once yeah. they start, you know, they go play a sport and they got a coach saying something, or they go to school and kids talk about church, and then all of a sudden they say, hey, I want to go to church, and you let them, you know what I mean? And they either like it or they don't and all those things they start to become their own person and when that happens it's you know i I think that's interesting like my youngest goes to church Mm -hmm. the oldest has like yeah i don't believe in any of that Mm -hmm. you know and so you're like okay you guys are becoming your own people and you know that's i think that was the fun part to watch
2: Oh, this is interesting. It also says that at five, around five is when they start to develop self-soothing behaviors and frustration t- tolerance, which means they're not nearly as prone to tantrums anymore. So the tantrums start it's to gone down for sure. Go way down. We never had five. It, so
3: I, I think I'm lucky with that.
2: Remember, I had the tantrum? Like, no, I don't want to go. My kids never freaked toddlers. out.
3: Maybe like, wow. but the only time I could remember them freaking out at all, and it was my fault. Okay, like my fault, like because they were. I hate to say this, but because they were so kind of good yeah. that I would be like, oh, man, we haven't eaten in a while, and it's 9 o'clock, and we're in Target, mm. and he's about to melt down, and I'm like, hey, right. what? And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> right. I've been treating you like you're 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? You probably do need to go to be- get dinner and go to bed. <laughs> Sorry right. about that, man. We've been doing stuff all day, right? right. I and mean, that was the only time where I'd be like, okay, I have to step back and realize there's still – Six. They need sleep and food, and you know what I mean.
2: Now it's funny, Snowcone, because you said that the thing your mom saw said fourth grade, mm-hmm. which would be about ten, right? Isn't that right? Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah. Because then they ask in this survey I'm looking at, they asked parents what the least favorite years were, and they said ten to twelve. Wow, ten to twelve. They said at least. This is the peak of what's called the latency phase, when kids' emotions go underground and they're harder to reach. I
0: could,
2: yeah. Uh, ask a twelve-year-old how his day at school was, and you'll just get a fine or okay. I think a lot of that's on the parents, though. Like, stop asking how was your day. You know what I mean? Like, think
0: of more creative ways to engage um, with
3: them, right? Yeah, because if I ask you how was work, you just come back with fun. it was fine, right? Yep. Right. I always ask a specific question. Mm-hmm. That's what
0: I try and do. Yeah. So,
3: like to me, it's like just one thing. You know, and it may be when they were younger, it would be like, you know, uh, tell me one thing that made you laugh today and one thing that made you mad. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it'd be like, nothing made me mad, but then, you know, Johnny kicked somebody. You know what I mean? And that would be the fun. Well, that's the discussion. That's it. Right. Because I always felt like if if they would just ask me, like, how is your work? I'm like, it was fine. What'd you do? The same stuff I always do. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I go so, to is
0: the what, what was the favorite part of your day? Like, what was the right. most fun you had? That's like what I try and go with. And then
3: I even go, uh, yeah, I think that's good. I would even go more specific. Okay. For me, it would be yeah. like, you know, hey, what made you laugh today? Okay. N- you know, yeah. name me one time when you laughed, you know? Who was
2: it? Oh, wasn't it Durr's Snowcomb that said that when his family sits down, they do the mm-hmm. the thorn and rose? Mm-hmm. What was your rose? What was your thorns? What was the worst part of your day and what was the best part yeah, of your day? Yeah, another one.
3: Somebody else said a good thing that would always at least bring up some sort of discussion was, oh, what was for lunch at school? Oh, okay. And then that brings up, like, school lunch sucks or it was good. And then you can be like, oh, that's, you know, who'd you eat with? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, right. it can lead into a little bit of discussion where it's yeah. not just like them like, I don't know. Because so What I was saying,
0: based on the article, was that their, their feelings go underground, but I think it's on the parents to dig those
3: feelings yeah, out, Yeah, but right? don't, yeah, but I think if you, yes, I agree, but if you dig too much, and I think they're like, it's like it's we would be, like, and shut yeah. down. Well, no, but I think just like we would be, like, what'd you do at work today? Nothing. Well, you had to do something. Right. Right. Well, like, no, I didn't do anything. Like, now you're just annoying me. But if yep. you're like, hey, man, uh, I remember school lunches when I was a kid. They weren't great. How are your school? What'd you guys have today for lunch? And then they'll be like... A walking taco. And I'm like, what the F is a walk? And then he explains "What? There you go. I'm like do you get to walk with it? Well, no. we get right, right, and now we're having a discussion. It says, too,
2: that they're calling them the, the, the tween and teen years. But they say tweens now act more like, this one article, tweens now act more like teens used to. So mm-hmm. I guess they develop a little bit quicker. But it says the teen Now, my 12-year-old year is a
3: teenager, for sure.
2: Right. I mean, he absolutely for is. Sure. And he kind of has been. For a while. How we were as teenagers yeah. for a, a couple of years, uh, at least a year or two, it says uh, the teen years parallel the to toddler years when kids begin establishing a separate identity from their parents. Right, just kind of like what you were talking about earlier. At adolescence, they finish resolving this separation, and their opposition to parents goes back up again. So that's where I guess you get the kind of you know cold shoulder, start to shut down. Then, of course, you can also yeah. get into the actual teen years where they can start to rebel. There's right. early rebellion years, then there's. Uh, your, I guess, average rebellion years, which would be early teens, 13 to I think I just have 15. this overwhelming
0: desire to, like, keep
2: him at five.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, and I, I mean, think I be told time, that I've
3: always had that. Even yeah. when they were like, oh, you know, he's going to get out of diapers. I'm like, no, no, I, right. I, I, I'm happy where we are. Yeah. Like, we're having a great time. So yeah. I think I always tried to hold on to that. And I always remembered, you know, that first time I learned how to crawl is the first time they're trying to get away from you. Yeah, that's that's it. The first yeah. step is a step away from you. The first time they run is the first time they start to run away from you. So right. I just always kept that in mind, like, okay, you know, be a part of this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, your kid, your oldest, uh, we didn't even know he was a Skip until last yeah. week. I mean, you know, things are still changing. Skip, skip. Even what, if what was 16. that again? Why were they called Skip? I forgot, I'm skip, sorry. Skip, it turns out, is a nickname that they would give people who uh, were named after their grandparent, but they're... They're not their parents, so it skipped a generation. Right. Okay, so you've got okay. your, your grandpa are well, skips so. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, those are your, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, right?
2: That is. Well, I had you, no idea. Did you tell him? Did you Did you call him? I Skip? told him that.
3: Yeah, I told him I started calling him. Skip. I, start,
2: I texted him. I started texting him. He seemed less than impressed with the idea. <laughs> I said, I don't know if your dad told you, but we're calling he's you like, Skip cool. now and you don't get a say. And then I realized it was like midnight and I was like, it's summertime, but I don't text him that often. Why midnight on a Sunday? I'll well, wait. And then I meant to text him today and I haven't done it yet. But he I, wouldn't I,
3: have been home yet. He was still at Weezer. Well,
2: there you go. Never so, no, yeah, no. I definitely could have done it. I can't believe he's not excited about Skip. I mean, I would be totally excited about that. Me too. That's a good. That's a cool nickname, right? Did You just get to you know, have a, a nickname that sticks, and then someone's like, and now, without you even asking, we're going to offer up a new one. Right. when I was a kid, right. I begged to be called different things, Same. tried to get nicknames I going. I hated the name Spencer. I right. still do it. I was like,
0: please just call me anything else. Right. Skip I tried bit, so welcomed. many things.
2: And you do the old, like, well, my friends at my old school yes. call me so-and-so. Yeah. And so You i like, right. they did? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, but no, it never didn't. takes. The never. best opportunity you had was when the teacher said at the beginning of the school year, you know, what's your name and what do you go by? Right. And I remember one year I was like, "You said Brett, didn't Reed, you? But I go by Brett, <laughs> and 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 everyone in the class was like, "No, you don't." Right. And I'm, it's just not even dawning on me that all of these kids were at school. Actually. I'm like, "Well, over the summer, you know, at camp and stuff, everyone calls me." The only people that call me Reed are you guys. Honestly, <laughs> right. you guys yeah. are the smaller group here. So, uh, so anyway, now of course, this thing goes on to say that not all parents agree on the five being right. the best and ten to twelve uh, being the worst, but it was just the most, uh, you know common answer, the biggest issue it seems like is, as they start to hit their teen years, is the fear of rebellion and just not listening and wanting to fight with your parents and trying to establish that identity and trying to test boundaries. Which I think is important for kids to go through. Yeah,
3: but I also think you, you know, I look back on like you know, my dad and then my friend's dad I I think that rebellion is it's totally normal for and I'm not a girl I, I don't have any female children. So, you know, I I can't speak to that. But I think it's totally normal for a, a young man to want to find his own identity, right? Yeah, And then for a man to raise him to try to help him find that identity, right? It only makes it natural for him to rebel as he tries to become his own man against the real thing that he sees as the man, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be my own person, and there's only one person that is trying to mold me into being a person, and that's my father, right? Yeah. And I want to be far away from that. And so you're like, well, I want to uh, make you into what I think you should be, and then he wants to be as far away from that as he should because he needs to find his own identity, and if he doesn't rebel, then he never will. So to me, I always just encouraged it. I mean, you did fight with your dad
2: in those years quite a bit. Because he
3: wanted me to be that person. Right. And I didn't want to be that person. So then that's where, but to me, if you, I haven't really had that. I'm not saying I won't, but I haven't had it because I just encourage it. So, you know, if if he wants to do something or go somewhere, I just like, you know, hey, okay. You know, go do this, you know, go try that. Just know that, you you know. I encourage it, and, you know, uh, make good decisions. They'll make, I trust you. Make good decisions. Just, you know, as soon as you start making bad decisions, then we'll have a problem.
2: Well, it says uh, rebellious teams. are I'm still, are still actually, your father, right? Like, right. I'm like,
3: I know we act like friends, but I'm still your father. Yeah, first so, and foremost. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't, you just can't go out and do whatever you want. Rebellious
2: teens like are that. actually looking for connection and love. Says, yeah. Their parents. But, see, I didn't rebel... And none of my brothers did either. Now, we did in the sense that we did things we shouldn't have done. We we broke rules that we knew our parents were going to be unhappy about. We took those risks. Right. But as far as, like, arguing with our parents. Oh, I did all the time. It just wasn't a thing. Now, the other thing, too, is I don't remember my guy friends. There was a, a one or two that I, I remember yelling at their parents. But most of my guy friends, and dude, every girl I knew, by around 15, 16, would just scream at usually their moms, but there was just con- and they talk about fighting with their parents. Like, yeah, my-, my mom is such an yeah, idiot. It's like mother
0: daughter has really. Yeah. But is that just a, a,
2: a perception? You know, is is it is it real? Do teen girls rebel more than teen boys? Are they harder to manage? I found one thing that says girls are harder to manage. Uh, teenage girls are harder to manage than teenage boys. But it's, it's from the Daily Mail. I think it depends I on the boys. my sister
3: it. was better than I was for sure.
2: In so far as talking back too. Well she did talk back, but
3: she did not as bad as I did. Okay. Like she would talk back and do what she wanted, but I was I would literally tell my parents to go F themselves and go do whatever I want. Well, they'd be like, Well, you can't go on. I'd be like, I literally look them in the face and be like, F you and leave. Wow. This, and they'd be like, What well, I'm exasperated. <laughs> I'm like, right. yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I am too, with your stupid rules.
2: Well, I think that would be scary as a parent when they start to test rules, and you're like, I don't really know. Because up till now I've been able to count. Well, let me get to ten. What happens right. to ten? You know, and once they right. hit those teen years, they're like, you, you can't ground me. You know, no, I just you know yes, really- I can. And it's like, okay, well, you're gonna put bars right. on the window. And you're like, well, yeah, you know, and you, right. If, I would think as a parent that that's gotta be kind of scary. So, how do you, if you've got a kid who, who realizes as they're right. getting older, you can't actually force me to do stuff? I mean, sure, we, I could cause this whole big scene. You could get me taken to juvie or whatever. But the point is, I could make your life hell if I wanted to, just like right. you can make my life hell. So, then what do you use as incentive? You know, which I guess is like the whole you hear from a
3: lot of people. I'm I just tell them, you. like, hey, I tell them I, I think they know what happens. I don't really have to get into it. Yeah. Like life is good now, guys. Like you, you're both getting good grades. You're both participating in life. However, you want to do it. I don't I'm not on your ass. I'm not busting your balls. But seriously, if stuff goes starts to go south, it's not going to be as easy. Yeah. Like we just can't roll into the store and you guys pick out what shoes you want. Like that's not it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right? Like, I consider what you do now work, and I understand that. And for that, you know, we get to have fun and go places, and if you guys really want something, if we can afford it, we get it, right? Yeah. But if you start getting failing all your classes and quitting everything, then that's not, like, this relationship doesn't stay the same. Exactly. Right? I mean, you you know, you can do that, but just know that it changes, and, you know, that's how it goes. I think they're both probably smart enough to figure that out. Like, Okay. Life is well, pretty good now. He doesn't. He's not on my ass. If I just get, you know, stay above a three somehow, then okay. Like I know he got a D in one class, and I was like, eh, you know, that's not great, man. He's like, yeah, I got three point four GPA. I'm like, yeah, okay, right. But you know what I mean. Like I'm just telling you, I don't love that. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not just
2: gonna brush it off. Like, that's fine. You're doing okay. Right. Yeah. Really yeah, yeah. yeah. No.
3: But I, I notice it, and now we're good. You know, and you do have you know all A's in the other classes. So okay whatever when you were a teen but if you had more than that now it's a discussion right, right. like it's not fun
2: when you were a teen did it if your parents if one of your parents seemed like their feelings had been hurt like they're not even screaming at you they're just like you know they're just sad and disappointed did that impact you
3: they never you know, really that? came at me that way
2: i remember a they couple came of times like with, my dad you know, just being like and i felt bad you know i was like oh man he doesn't deserve this. You know what I mean? Why am I putting him through yeah. this? Or my mom, whatever. Just like, it wasn't so much the screaming. I screening. think that it happens with a, the
3: mom maybe more.
2: Just in general? Or like the uh, is,
3: guilt feeling. Yeah. I don't really do that.
2: I just felt like, oh, man, but, you know, my, my my dad was so proud of me. He's always acting like he's so proud of me. Now, suddenly, it seems like he's not so proud of me. And, you know, that... that
3: I think it's hurts. the way you were kind of raised too. Like I think my so parents didn't ever guilt me about yeah. anything. They didn't make me feel that way. Yeah, they get mad at me, but it was never like, "Oh, you've done this. Now you should feel guilty." I, I really. I, Hesitant to say, but my ex obviously grew up in an Orthodox church. I think a lot of that comes from church. That's I never really got to, that. Isn't yeah. that what you
0: always said? Your mom kind of, because she was more religious yeah, I than always felt.
2: Yeah, I always felt like there was a lot of Catholic, Catholic guilt, guilt that guilt. ran through everyone's yeah. blood in that house.
3: So. I see that, you know, like, oh, it's not right or wrong. I'm not saying she's doing mm. anything wrong. I'm just saying, I think it's different. I don't really, you don't have to feel guilty about it. You have to fix it. Right. Like, fix it. Like, what, what's going on? Fix it. Do right. better.
2: And I don't know how exactly they figured out. How, you know, but you don't if ever let me down.
3: Like that's the other thing. Like I don't ever feel like they let me down,
2: right? But if they like getting a
3: D wouldn't doesn't let me down. lets you down,
2: right? But if they got like, in trouble, I don't, it's
3: not personal.
2: Yeah, but if they got in trouble, did something stupid, if they bullied someone at school or beat someone up or whatever, you know, sure you could scream and yell and what are you doing? But you could also, I think, more effective for me, just like, dude, I've this is I, I can see the look in my dad's eyes. Just he's just like what. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Well, I just you know, think it's different
3: upbringing go, because yeah. I would. That's not how I would react to it. Well, I would react to it like, yo, you got to fix this, man. Did you pick on that kid? Right. Like, if you feel guilty, that's one thing. I don't really care. But we're going over to his house. Yeah. And you're gonna say you're sorry to him and his parents. Yeah. Right. And you're gonna fix it. Like you, you can fix this.
2: Well, and I did want my parents Make to it be better. proud of me. Do better. It says two thirds of parents say teen girls are harder to raise than teen boys. Uh, and then it says three quarters admit that they argue more regularly with daughters than with their sons. Hmm. This was a, a survey they did. So two thirds say girls are harder to raise. Three quarters say they argue with their daughters more than their wow. sons. They can't, this is just one article. And when yeah. I went to Google that, I didn't get a bunch of things that said why teen girls rebel more. Right. Like, it wasn't. I kind of thought I might, but I didn't. So this is just the one thing that I found. But you know, anecdotally, it seemed like growing up. I just couldn't believe some of the things that I would hear girls say to their parents. When no, it's funny because it doesn't mean that guys didn't do me, it. For me, it was
3: like all my friends. Really? But I think, you know, being born in the 70s, I think the dads were much different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The dads were, you know, yeah. I'll put you through an effing wall. That's how you they raised us. And it wasn't just me. It was all my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all, mm-hmm. I will use... You know my size to dominate you, and I think you can only do that for so long before they become teenagers and like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, ta- I'm not putting up with that, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, my my dad was a '70s dad too. You know what I mean? Right. So that I don't know if he changed over time or if it was just, you know, specifically him. But certainly, my friends' parents were younger than my parents, so that could have been like part all of my it friends
3: too. got into. Fist fights with their dads. All fist of them. fights, All yeah. of them. Literal yeah. fist fights. All of them.
2: I only remember that once, and that was a a, a drug issue, and the, the the guy was high at the time that he was mm. fighting his dad.
3: I remember the best man at my wedding being over at my house because he had gotten kicked out of his house for punching his dad. Yeah. So he's at my house, and my dad's letting him stay there, and my dad starts getting into my ass about something, and my... Best friend looks at me and goes, Why don't you get out of his ass, John? Oh, <laughs> My yeah. dad was like, Both of you guys go. out. I was like, <laughs> I think he was like, Well, I can't fight both of you at once, so you both got to leave. But I literally remember him looking like, Jesus, John, get out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting on the couch, I'm like, Well, we got to leave here, too. <laughs> now. Church. The church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, good looking son of a bitch.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but uh, there was a thing going around on Twitter and Reddit this weekend. People. We're discussing whether or not you'd rather be thirty percent smarter or ninety percent more attractive. Thirty percent smarter or ninety percent more attractive. Now there are, you know, a lot of things that you have to consider when you're trying to make this hypothetical decision. Right. First of all, I saw a lot of people talking about, you know, saying I'm already fairly intelligent or I'm somewhat intelligent already. And you think, okay, well, how do you know? You know, you well, say I, mean, I guess you can look at your grades. You got good grades. That could well, be a I sign. Mean, of-
3: I can I, I- I can judge myself against the people I'm around, right, right, but um, I don't know that thirty percent smarter would make me more successful I mean, I, Right, well, I feel like I'm fairly smart, and so what would thirty percent smarter do for me? That's a question. right, but ninety percent more attractive is a game changer yes we're thirty percent more smart is that really a game changer? I'm already I, I shouldn't say I think I'm fairly, I'm smart enough. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. But I'm smart enough. I'm not confused. Sure. Right? But, but 90% more attractive is a literal game changer.
2: But one of the things to consider that people were, were bringing up is the intelligence could last, hopefully, a long time. The well, attractiveness deten- will fade over right, time. But I'm
3: 90% attractive the entire time of my life. 90% more attractive. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a big deal.
2: Yeah. So you're 90 more, 90% that's a more huge attractive deal. than you would have been at 70. Or right, whatever. exactly. Yeah. That's
3: a huge deal. Yeah. So I lean... 30% smarter is, you know, it is what it is. If you told me it was 90% smarter or 90% more attractive, then there's a discussion. But 30% smarter isn't... I I just don't think it's a game changer unless you're slightly dumb. Right, which... If you're like, I'm confused a lot at dinner parties. Then you're like, well, 30% smarter. Or if, I mean, even if you're super hot, you're like 90% hotter. I'm already the hottest person here. 90% 90% more hot? Please. Like, hot, man, it's just more important. Well, As long right. as you're not dumb. If you're like, dumb, if you can have some self-awareness and be like, I'm dumb. Yeah. Then 30% more smart could help you.
2: Well, it's like, what are your goals in this? Just happiness, I assume, overall. You're trying to decide which thing will make you happier. And part of my thought for happiness is which will help me be more successful. And I do think that, I mean, just initially, my thought is 90% more attractive could, helps with success. A lot. You know, it, it just helps with success it in relationships. It helps with everything. Yeah, And
3: and 90% is a lot. And it's a lot. That's a right. huge number. It's a huge number. 90%. And 30% more intelligence. intelligence. It's just not that much.
2: Right. Well, it's I, really not that much. You know, I guess it depends if you are on some sort of a cusp or if you think, man, there's just these little things in life that I always screw up. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. up or that he can't seem to figure out. Maybe not. that 30% would help. No, but I'm not convinced that being 30% smarter is going to make you any happier. It might make you less happy.
3: No, that's because sometimes
2: true. I see people and think that that guy is so dumb, but man, is he happy. You know, it's the ignorance is bliss right. idea, and that sounds conceited when you hear people say that, but there is something to it, no, sure. man.
3: That just and
2: is it that they're dumber maybe not? Maybe they're just better at compartmentalizing. But and, the numbers and enjoying
3: are life. too too far apart.
2: But right, but thirty percent, ninety
3: percent to thirty percent, like that number that you're giving me, like it's a discussion. Maybe at ninety percent and sixty percent, but you know, if I was my intelligence now plus sixty percent, that's something. Yeah, I'd like some. But thirty sort percent, of I negligible. think, is negligible. Like I what? really believe it. Like it's negligible. Like again, yeah, I guy's smart, but doesn't make me, you know. A genius. No, that's It doesn't, what I was like, you know, it doesn't, but 90% hotter is a big deal.
2: 30% for where I'm at. I'm not very smart. So, yeah, 30%, you know, my, vote, you, yeah, my vocab grows a little. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm better at, uh, you know, doing math in my head, maybe. Yeah, who cares? Oh, I can figure out, the, you know, what these numbers you are. You do some me.
3: math in you your know? head, your vocabulary is exactly. fine. Nobody looks at you and says, that guy's dumb. So, take the hotness. Yeah, if everybody I, was I, like, I, that guy is dumb, you are dumb. Yeah. Then maybe the thirty percent helps, but even then, I think, well, does it make me smart? Thirty percent, no. But ninety percent hotter makes me hot. So,
2: but there are times I'm when going I, hot. when no. I uh, often when I find myself going, God, just alone, like, why am I so dumb? I, I should know how to you do know. this. Why can't I figure this out? This is no. I'm so stupid. No. This is obvious stuff. You're an adult, no. and I can't even stay focused on no. it to try and remember no. how I once solved that. Not problem. Not impressing
3: anybody being thirty percent more smart.
2: No, no, maybe just he-
3: no. and pressing myself, helping, helping me along I, the way. I love you, and we could debate this all day. And you, A lot of times you can change my mind, but this is a very simple one I'm, for I'm,
2: me. I'm more attractive. 90% I'm hotter you, you take every time. I'm just giving you the... the if you, again, if you
3: said 90% smarter or 90% hotter, now we can have that discussion. Like I'd be really smart at 90% smarter. You take my intelligence and double it, that's all right. That could be a game changer. But this, especially at my age... What does ninety percent smarter do now for us? I guess it like plans you were born for you and retirement. You
2: said it. Helps you plan for retirement. Helps you make better decisions. Maybe you figure out how
3: to do, uh,
2: you know, things better that can help make you make in extra income, and and even maybe I don't know, move up in your career. I guess, but ninety percent more attractive. That's just appealing because it is. It's appealing right. because sex. It's, it's appealing because changer. of success. It's it's appealing for all these things. But I understand the vanity in saying. I'm choosing attractiveness over intelligence. I just think that there is obviously some success that can come and does come with being more attractive. And again, 90% is a huge gap there. So uh, they they polled people, and it was really close. 53% of people said um, that they'd rather be 90% more attractive. So just barely, it's the more attractive. I thought that number would be, that percentage would be a little higher. I think
3: given the actual choice. 46%
2: said they would choose 30% It feels better to be,
3: it feels better to say smarter. But when actually given the choice, when God comes down and offers you these, I think that number is way higher and people go like, I'll be hot. For the attractiveness? I'll be hot." I
2: would think so. Some of the reasons people gave like, uh, I'm already pretty smart, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I'm already pretty smart, so I'll take the intelligence. Much better to be exceptional at one of them than just good in both. So now you're saying like, if you give me 90% more attractive, I'm still not going to be super hot. And I'm I'm somewhat intelligent. So if you give me the extra. If ninety percent more start.
3: attractive makes you I mean, even then, like there's no that, that number's not right. Ninety percent attractive. If you if ninety percent attractive only makes you average looking, mm-hmm. take it. Because I right now so. it's tough. Yeah. Right? Like if you're not you know, if you're ninety percent below average looking right now, then take the average looking.
2: Yeah. I mean that that's that's my like I too. mean, even
3: at that number. And if you're 90% hot right now, take the 90% hot.
2: I think now you can be really exceptional.
3: Yes, they're exceptionally and hot. 30% more intelligence does not make you exceptionally intelligent.
2: If you're hot and you're 90% hotter, yeah. I think those movie roles just start.
3: Yeah, I don't know what starts, but it starts. Rolling in
2: and it. It starts. I, yeah, modeling, whatever it is, and just successful. Even if you don't want to do that stuff, being successful in life, at work, making friends. You know how much easier it would be to make friends when you're really attractive? People want to approach you. People want to be around you. Now I also did see for well, I should say people on the flip side. Well now, that's
3: a good one. Steve says that the question should be would you rather be ninety percent more attractive
2: mm-hmm.
3: but thirty percent dumber?
2: Yeah. Then would you still do it?
3: Right. Or ninety percent more intelligent and thirty percent uglier.
2: are still going with the intelligence. Or we're still going with looks on this one.
3: Ninety yeah, me percent
2: too. more attractive, thirty percent dumber. So thirty percent dumber for thirty percent
3: more thirty percent more unattractive is just not doable for me.
2: Well, it's just I, not I, I doable. Do like it's
3: not an option.
2: Yeah, me like, I not like it's like
3: nope. I'm not dealing with. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm, I'm not happy with it. I, and then I'm going to be smart enough to realize that I'm not happy with it. So, <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to go hotter every time.
2: And what is thirty percent dumber? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. okay, make snow a cone. lot of mistakes. Okay. I knew I was going to get brought somehow. <laughs> Right? I mean... But you're, but you're 90% know. more attractive. Yeah,
3: so right? then you it's ask really yourself, young.
2: you know, which would you rather be?
3: Right. nine, If you cone? take that number, you're basically snow cone.
2: Shut up. <laughs> if you take the attractive...
3: I said you were hot.
2: That's a good thing, I'm not right? Not hot. Uh, girls think I mean, you're this, hot. It was only
0: to call me dumb. That's what no, you... No, no. Girls, <laughs> th-
2: girls definitely think you're hot. I mean, there's I, something to it. With all those... Well, stories and, yeah. I mean, you, you've, you've dated good-looking girls, and well, I have heard right, plenty you know, of girls say you're attractive. I, I, mean, <laughs> I think you're
3: fine. You're, you're attractive. I, I, attractive I mean, guy. You know what? Yeah. That was rude of me. I apologize. It's okay.
2: Now, people on the other side said, I'm smart enough, but being attractive
3: yeah, that's is like thing.
2: lowering the difficulty in life anyway. So right. everything just becomes easier, which is exactly how I feel about this. Things are just going to be easier. People will make exceptions for your stupidity or ignorance or whatever it is, but you're not looking. stupid. As yeah. long as you're not
3: stupid, then right. it's fine. Like right. I, I can I look around, I see stupid people. I know I'm smarter than them, so
2: I know, but I'm saying even the stupid people I still might encourage you to go ahead and take the looks yeah. cuz I think it could just get so much done for of you. Of course. Uh someone else said, "I'm smart enough to know that being smarter would only make me more unhappy." That's kind of like Yeah, maybe. What I was saying like maybe now maybe not. I don't know. I mean, there are obviously a lot of people out there who are a lot smarter than me. And they seem to be a lot less anxious and unhappy. So I don't know that those two things necessarily correlate. My brother is a lot smarter than me. You know that I've got a lawyer brother, a doctor brother. Like that. I don't know that they, because they're smarter than me, that they are more anxious or more depressed or. Or any of those things, you know. You think that that's they're not not necessarily
3: my- smarter than you, though. You're just you're, they're more educated than you. They're not saying would you rather be 30 percent more educated? Yeah, but
2: they can retain information easier. So can, yeah, but they, they, they you could, could, they, do could that. Easily, they can spout off the numbers. You, uh,
3: but you could be a lawyer if you wanted to.
2: I, I understand, but even, I can learn something and then yeah. I can't remember it. That, that's got to be part of how we
3: measure mm. intelligence. Your memory it, is
2: it's. Horrible. So if you teach me how to do some sort of math problem, then I can't work figure it, can it out a week work later, like right, that's can. something
3: you can work at. You could even you could make you're smart enough to know like I don't remember stuff, so let me double work at this. I don't know how you double work yourself into ninety percent more attractive.
2: You don't. That's impossible. Mean, I guess you can, you know, you can make yourself
3: thirty percent smarter.
2: Yeah, you can make yourself ten percent more right? attractive. You could
3: be, make yourself thirty percent more educated, even if you're not smarter. You could do the work, and you could make yourself maybe thirty to forty percent better looking you could work out you could take care of yourself you could dress better you could do all those things but 90 percent, i that's don't know that much. you can work yourself out into 90 percent better looking that's mm-mm.
2: well and for people who are thinking how you know this is all about attracting a mate right this is i want to meet someone to be easier to meet people if i'm either smarter or better looking found a study where they they showed you know there, there's this idea that Smarter people are supposed to be more attractive to potential mates because they think you have better genes, right? It makes sense. But they did the study to figure out if that's actually true, and what they found is, women, yes, they did find themselves more attractive uh, or more attracted to more intelligent men. Only if, though, they also had an above-average sense of humor. Sure. So they had to be funny. Well, empathetic. sense of humor is a big thing. If they were just if smarter, you pull off
3: sense of humor, then you know, if you now if you start saying, well, I can make you ninety percent more attractive. funnier, Mm -hmm. or 30% smarter, now I start to think, well, I might take the 50% funnier.
2: I know. It's tough.
3: Right. What do you do with that? Because funny works.
2: Funny does work, but I might not be smart enough to make anything of it. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, but funny works. It does.
2: It does. And it certainly works in attracting a mate, because when they did this, the, the more intelligent men, like I said, it worked for them, but only... If they were also funnier. So, and that's not that hard to imagine. If You could be really intelligent, but you have no sense of humor. What do they right, call you? Sure. They call you a dork, right? Right. I say, oh, okay, he's kind of, or a nerd. 50% kind of, kind funnier
3: would be, you know, now, you start, now you're starting to make me make a decision.
2: Yeah, but boy, oh boy, I'm still... 90% hotter me, or something,
3: because I'm already pretty funny.
2: <laughs> right. If you make me make a decision in five seconds, I'm still going funny. I
3: think I'm, I'm going attractiveness. Yeah, I, mean. right. I
2: think just about with. I mean, I started. Fail, uh, it's so
3: hard okay. to say Okay, no you to know that. what? I'm going to go.
2: It's like when you see those things where they say, "Would well, you know if you could be taller? How much would you pay to be taller? Would you give this up?" And everyone, it just without fail, the vast majority of people say, "Yeah, I'd rather be." You know, certainly people under a, a certain height, they say, "I would give basically anything. I give intelligence. I give this. I would be less attractive if I could just have that height." It's the same thing with right. this. You're talking about what. What equals happiness, success, right? Uh, Successful love life, I suppose, or at least success in finding finding mates. That sounds, you know, things that we're here to do instinctually. So that stuff's probably pretty fun. So then you're kind of saying, I mean,
3: we could talk about forever, but I think there's also, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I'm talking about that comes with being ninety percent hotter. Self confidence, self awareness, like all those stuff. Like if you're building a, a, a. a human being on uh Xbox to play a game, like the attributes at ninety percent better looking raises everything else. Everything else. Everything. Thirty percent smarter doesn't necessarily raise anything else. Doesn't make me better looking. No.
2: Right? It doesn't necessarily really change your life. Doesn't make
3: me any more confident.
2: Yeah. You could right. end up living a very similar life. Ninety percent more attractive, you are going to notice those things start to it's change different. immediately. The it's way people talk to you as soon as
3: them. the if you just tomorrow you may be ninety percent more attractive. Now, whether that's even if people say, Well, you still be unattractive or whatever, if I walked in tomorrow, ninety percent more attractive, you guys would be like, Jesus, dude, what mm-hmm. happened? If I walked in tomorrow thirty percent smarter, you wouldn't even notice. Right. You no. literally would not notice. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I all might I'd notice is life. how dumb you guys are. That's it. That's how <laughs> I would notice. Like, I already think it now, but I'd know it. I'd know it tomorrow. The Church of Laszlo.
0: It's time to Doomscroll. With SlimFast. What you don't
1: know could kill. Me. The Order of Hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo.
3: Yo. Yo. scroll.
2: Okay, so did you know when you saw that the Unabomber died? Did Did you think that he was still alive? I really for some. I thought way, he hung I thought, himself. I thought I thought he'd been dead for. When did he a die? He died this week, and he killed himself. They Wait, I thought set. he
3: hung himself in prison.
2: Epstein. Oh,
0: you know Unabomber. Unabomber. Yeah. yeah Didn't yeah, he no, hang no, himself
3: know. a long time ago?
2: I think there was
0: an attempt. Oh, there's a lot of I, I know Manson, there was a lot of rumors about him dying. I thought he died. Was. I thought he died. I thought, sure I thought he died. killed himself. Me. This
3: Mandela, effect. I thought he hung himself with his See, underwear.
2: I thought he killed himself. And then I thought this morning, when I was like, oh, or yesterday morning, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll bet they're saying they finally confirmed it. And I went back and I was like, no, no. They're saying that he was 81 years old. No,
0: you're right. I dead. I, Saturday. I, I kind of thought the same thing. Like, didn't he kill himself? Right.
3: I thought he killed himself. I can remember comedians making jokes about one? him. I thought he hung himself with his underwear. Was
2: that? that? Timothy McVeigh, maybe? No, because he was executed. Okay, yeah. So I don't, I, I'm I glad you guys thought this, too, because I really thought this was a serious Mandela effect thing. Yeah, no, I, I, thought he's been, I, thought I thought he, thought he died, dead, for sure. Yeah. I remember the hanging himself with the underwear. Me, too. Maybe he just tried. It didn't work. Must have been. I don't know. But he's dead now, 81. They said he was fighting some sort of cancer, but they don't yeah. know what kind or how severe.
1: Investigation is underway into the weekend death of Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. He was found unresponsive in his cell on Saturday at a federal prison hospital, and he later died. The Associated Press, citing four people familiar with the case, Report that Kaczynski died by suicide. The Harvard-educated mathematician confessed to a 17-year package bombing spree that killed three people and injured 23 others.
2: Did you guys ever wow. watch the uh, what was it? The Netflix documentary about? I remember no, I started couple. it. I watched uh, Manhunt. It was a dramatization. Yeah, I was going to say, they did that dramatization one with the Australian that. guy, right? Yeah, that was good. And then there was another, like, just, I think, regular documentary yeah, about Yeah, um, I did
0: watch that, too. There was one, yeah. Not
2: that long ago. But yeah. I really thought, for some reason, that he was dead. And maybe someone on Twitch will know and say, this is why he thought he said He did try to hang himself with his underwear on this year. But I didn't say anything about that. They just said that he died. Man, that I an thought autopsy. he was...
3: I thought he died.
2: I said they'll look into it and that he had been fighting some sort of... Uh, cancer, but they don't know what kind or how severe, but they suspect that that's why he did it.
0: Well, he had been transferred to North Carolina for like a special like uh, medical prison kind of thing. 81.
2: I yeah. mean, 81 is good for any dude. Yeah, that's, for that's sure. A, that's if a, that's I can get 81, I'd be excited. To you're totally 81, me 81 right now, gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to get to 81... Because that's you know, hard prison. living. Absolutely.
3: Like prison's hard living, I would living, think man. that your
2: life expectancy goes way down. What year was he arrested? Like 90... Was it in the late 90s or was it in the early I 2000s? Mean. I feel like it was in the late 90s, right?
0: Oh, and then, so he's been there a while. Remember Robert Hansen, the Russian spy? He died last week, too.
2: Which one? We oh, were, I no, saw no. that. I yeah, saw yeah, that. He died. He died you know, course. I saw that name and I was like, that's sort of familiar, but there's been so many back and forth with the, yeah. the Russian. Who was the, uh, the Marine that they brought back with what's her name? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't think if it was, tra- wasn't his name Travis something? I don't remember. What was her name? What's the basketball player's name? Gabby? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Gabby, not Gabby. I'm thinking of that girl who got killed. Brittany Grant. And I don't know if you saw, but um, there was another arrest in Russia of an American citizen. Mm -mm. And I just think to myself, like, why are you over there? But this guy Mm. lived there. If you watched Anthony Bourdain's show, you saw this guy. Because Anthony Bourdain went to Moscow and met with this dude. And during their interview, Anthony Bourdain started having problems with his microphone. And the guy that he's interviewing, this guy's name is Travis Leak. Travis said something to Bourdain about, I guarantee it's the KGB. They're jamming your radio. They, they're following us. They follow every movement, especially for stuff like this. It was Americans, you can film on a television show. But he's a musician. And I guess he's just been in Russia a long time. He got arrested. Mm. They said it was a preventative thing. They accused him of attracting minors to drugs and mm. also, I guess, selling drugs. He has denied the charges, but also said that he doesn't know exactly what the charges are. I am
1: not admitting to any guilt, and I do not believe that I have done what I've been accused because I don't know what I've been accused of. He was even interviewed by the late Anthony Bourdain in 2014. This exchange recorded as a mic fake.
0: No, It's the KGB. They're, they're blocking your signal. I'm quite sure you've had someone on your tail the entire time you've been here.
1: Now Moscow's court service announcing he is being held on drug dealing charges facing a sentence of around 12 years. OK, so even
3: if mm. you've
2: been there for years and years... Didn't you think when the Ukraine stuff happened, and you saw other people getting arrested? You go, I probably should leave. I just, i yeah, I
3: feel like you know you're setting yourself up for right. Failure. I, I
2: gotta get out of here. I, I, I don't know. Maybe you think they know me. They know I've been here a long time. And also, I wonder yeah. what his what his reasons were for going there. I it took me a while to find some of his mu- actual music. I did it's find a little bit of it. Um, and I wonder if maybe you thought you know what. The, this kind of works in in russia i can get an audience or maybe it's just this style of whatever this metal type of metal is it industrial rock kind of a ramstein sort of thing it's Cause all
1: mine Cause won't
2: ever I think be it's a little heavier than I like it. Now maybe here, you know, you do I clubs, like you get a few people, maybe in Russia, they're like, we Sounds love it. Sounds like
3: Feel Good Lost.
2: You're okay. American. <laughs>
3: <It's> <laughs> that was way better than we quite said. Quite a bit better than yeah. Feel Good Lost, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean,
2: there's, there's, there's some bright spots there to what uh, Travis is doing. So the State Department says, yeah, we're aware of it. We'll look into it. But man, when you're Travis Leak, yeah, sure, you were on Anthony Bourdain's show, but no one knows who you are over here. Mm-mm. And, you know, we knew who, uh, what the hell's her name? Brittany. Yeah. We knew who she was. And it still took a long time. I mean, how many months did we was a long time. hear about that? It was like four, five, six months. It went on for a long time. If I'm Travis. And safe, they traded, just, right?
3: Did exactly. They trade? Like, I don't yeah, know if they're going to trade for this who guy. Who are they going to trade? The exactly. Arms dealer, right? That's yeah, trade. I don't think yeah, they're going to trade for this guy.
2: No. I hate to say it, dude, but we don't know you. And so there's not going to be pressure uh-uh. on the State Department to do anything. Uh, China or other like, I'm adversary. not going to
3: Egypt. No. I'm not going to Egypt. Not I'm not, not going on f- vacation. No. No I never, not ever like not you know, ever man, if if eh, just feel like you get your head chopped off, I'm just not interested, right, and look, I'm not uh like these two guys that you know America's the greatest place ever, but I happen to be from here, so I know the rules like how to get a lawyer like right, like how to do things, I don't know how to if I'm in Syria, I don't know how to do that, right. Right, and you want to know know. that your
2: country has a relationship there, so that if something does happen, I don't want to do that. I'm not going. That they can take care of it somewhat easily. Look, if the State Department says on their website we don't think you should go there, then I don't want to go there. Call me old-fashioned, but I'll choose one of the many other places where they say it's which includes Florida. Although, yeah, includes Florida. No kidding. I I think you know. There's times too, and they've said you know Mexico right now, not a good time. We advise against it. For whatever reason, Mexico, I was like, eh, we can go to Mexico. Stay at the resort. You know, we will be okay. I mean, I get it. I wish things were a little bit better. And you yeah. see that that threat level go up, and like, now's a really bad time. There's been some kidnappings, and I go, eh.
3: Yeah, but but why? There's still so many That's what I'm thinking why? When, what are you looking for in Mexico? I'm not, I guess, I
2: guess I'm not, you're right, I'm not choosing it, but like if someone got, was getting married there and I was supposed to go to the yeah. scene, like, yeah, that's fine. We can go to Mexico, It's fine. Or if you gave me a free trip, if you said, hey, you got a free trip to Mexico, I'm not taking the I mean, free I'm trip not, to
3: Egypt. No, I'm with you. Not but now. It's not as scary, but if I'm booking my vacation in Mexico.
2: Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Mexico? Yeah.
3: Now? Oh, okay. Uh, snow but there's nothing there that ahead. I can't get here.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, maybe you get a good discount on an all-inclusive resort on the beach but there are other places. They go to the Bahamas. Yep, you can go, go somewhere else.
3: China is spying on to Puerto us. Puerto Rico. Exactly. China. U.S. Virgin Islands. Like, there's a lot of places you can go where you get the same vibe. Yeah, Puerto Rico for sure. Mm-hmm. China is spying on us
2: with Cuba's help. They've Good. got a they've got a spy station Good. set up in here? Cuba. I don't know if they're listening with like
3: people you know, need to know what we're
2: up to. things, But China's spying on us and the State Department's not happy about that. Although the Secretary of State is supposed to be visiting I don't know. I think he's going to China. Maybe he's going to Cuba, but they said that we want to keep talks open. Biden says it's disturbing, but you know, let's let's try and figure this out. We shouldn't be spying on each other. Are you tell telling me we don't spy on them? Of course, of course we do This like, is like we don't have spy stations set up in Taiwan? I don't understand.
0: The White House is acknowledging China has been spying on the United States from Cuba for years. A Biden administration official told NBC News China has had a listening post in Cuba saying this is an issue the administration inherited when President Biden took office. The news comes at a time, of course, of heightened tensions between the U.S. and China.
2: Mm-hmm. We, you know, we inherited this. Yeah, I know. Like maybe not so specifically it.
3: this listening place in Cuba we but it from Johnson. It's been going on for a long time. I'm guessing we're always spying on each other.
2: On on Russia, on China, on even our allies. We of know course. now all this freedom of information stuff that's come up over the last twenty years. We know that we spy on everybody. Right. Now I'm I'm kind of curious what this spy station thing in Cuba's like. Like are they made it sound like they're listening to us, right? You got this listening poster, they listen to the radio. Are they, they got some big. Uh, well, I'm guessing thing in their they can just or?
3: download an app if they want to listen to the radio.
2: Right, I guess you know. So what I'm are they spying spy on? So why do they have to be in Cuba? You know, why do they have to go over there? Like, what what advantage does that give them? To, uh, something it's to do with proximity, them, right? I'm sure, yeah. Right, but why? Why is that good? Like you said, you got the internet. You well, think sure you maybe can they pick can this can stuff tune up? Into,
3: you know. Certain frequencies. Yeah, what
2: they're what they're sure. planning at Area 51 or whatever. Netflix, the password sharing crackdown has begun. They said it had begun, but then really I saw people within the last week and a half, maybe two weeks. Everyone was getting the notification. I finally got mine just on Saturday, I think. popped up and it said, hey, would you like to add? Because I paid for mine, but there's other people that use it. And it says, would you like to add other people for Did you do it? $7.99 or whatever? And I said, no.
3: Yeah, mine I'm didn't it. ask me yet.
2: It hasn't asked you yet? Mm-mm. And you are paying for yours, right? Yeah. You know, mine just popped up, but look, I mean, it's one thing to let you use the password... It's slightly annoying if you end up using my password to log into so many devices that I get logged out of mine. Right, now I'm saying, yeah. ah, but I'm not paying for you. This wasn't no. a gift in the sense that I'm going to pay for your subscription every month. Well, it's ended up working out for Netflix because they've seen their subscriber numbers skyrocket because young people, turns out they do want Netflix and turns out they do have the 10, 15 bucks a month. Yeah, of course and are. so they're paying for it. For the estimated
1: 30 million households sharing their Netflix password, the dreaded day has arrived as the password crackdown ramps up and shuts out users. I can't watch a crocodile documentary that my mom pays for. It all comes weeks <laughs> after the streaming bitch. giant first sent subscribers Dude, an ominous bitch. email saying, your Netflix account
2: is for you and the people you live with. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if any of this is true or not, but I've heard people that make guy, this argument. That can't be real. No, he's joking. Me Yeah, he's trying to be funny. He's on the, you a know, bunch of TikTok videos where they're acting like they're so upset that this is ridiculous, yeah. I can't see my stuff. But I have heard... People talk about, you know, like with the writer strike that's going on, Netflix and all these other companies that are in these streaming wars. They've invested all this money, and the amount of money that they're making, or in some cases losing, has a lot to do with the fact that people just won't pay the ten bucks. That for whatever reason, young people are like, "Yeah, I love all this stuff, and I watch all of it, and we'll talk about it, but I'm not going to pay for it." Well, it turns out, if you force them to pay for it, it looks like they will because. The new data shows that they've had huge uh, subscriber growth, and that's exactly what they wanted, right? right? I mean, there are certain things I would say if I got it for free that maybe I'd be like, oh, I think I was getting this for free. I, I'm, I don't need to sign up. But just like if you have a membership to something that's going on and you forget that sure. you have it. And you're like, oh, yeah, do I, I don't need that anymore. You're going through Amazon looking at all your subscriptions. Oh, I don't need this thing anymore. There are probably some of those, although I don't know. You got rid of Hulu recently. I tried to cancel mine, and they tried to lure me back in. But mine, I thought, was supposed to expire pretty soon. But that means I got rid of Disney and ESPN as well. I do want to watch uh, Star Wars when, it, when it's, you know, new Star Wars stuff when it comes out. But to pay for all three of those things just for that mm. seems a, a little ridiculous. And uh, you've been just fine without Hulu, right? You didn't yeah. get to watch the show that Snow Connor and I watched. But uh, what, Age of, Age of Influence or whatever? Age of Influence, yeah. But you only, how many of those did you watch? I think three or four. Uh, did you get to the mom who made videos yes. of her kids? Yes, I watched. it. Is that. that not crazy? That's insane. That is so insane. insane. It's
0: insane. I was pissed the way it ended. Too. She,
2: this woman had these. It was like a kids YouTube channel, and these kids it was called what? Fantastic Adventures. Is that Adventure. it? Fantastic Yeah, I think that's. right. And these, you know, there was like little rudimentary special effects that were done with Just some sort of those app. Kids YouTube's, you know, with this little mm-hmm, special. Like effects. hey, and they're dressed yeah. up and they pretend to be Batman, Spider Man, whatever. And people knew that this woman had she had kids of her own and that she had adopted. Some kids, uh, how many like seven kids? Like seven or, kids, I want to say, but then at, at some point, and this channel became huge so huge that she moved to California or Florida to she try got
0: and, a, a, an address in California, but I think they were still in Arizona. Oh, okay,
2: she was trying to get partner with uh, Disney. some sort of partnership going with Disney because her channel was that big. They showed check stuff, like 36, 36 grand, six a, grand month. a month. Wow. They think that sometimes she made more than that. They said yeah. she could have made a million dollars in a year, no problem, yeah. but the kids were once in school suddenly they're being homeschooled and then uh, they started to make some accusations a couple of CPS
0: reports over the years a little bit here and there They look into
2: it seemed like everything was okay then a kid goes to the dentist and eh, what's going on here finally look into it she was literally locking these kids like chaining the doors shut and locking them in rooms and not feeding them and the only way you got food was if you made these videos yeah well you gotta work and you watch the videos, and it's like this happy family. Yeah, and, you know these on. kids are so happy, and you think, wouldn't that be cool? Well, I'm asking you to go the coal does. mines,
3: make a YouTube video, kid.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what
0: I mean, did you pitch at the end?
3: I mean I don't want to spoil
0: it if anyone's going to watch it, but what? Did she died? Yeah, there was never a trial. She died yeah, before those I, I want mean, her to like, be held accountable. Busted. I know. Yeah. But I want someone to like be held accountable.
2: Yeah, but she did. I mean, she died in prison, right? I guess I that's understand. something. But no, just, I really, I, I get what, I mean. what you're saying. It does make you also look. I don't know how much of that stuff you have to watch with your kids. when you have kids. Those YouTube videos and oh, I'm sure we you're like a watch lot this. Of Vlad and watch this. And you're like, "Ah, yeah. And now I'm sure you'll look at it through another lens. Like, oh, I wonder if those yeah, kids yeah, we would were be watching in. Vlad and Nikki
0: this weekend. I just kept thinking, like, I wonder if those kids are.
2: Is it a similar type of channel? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, yeah. Just like kids it's, it's having these two fun.
0: Brothers, so their parents are from Russia, and they, you know, make it's that exact kind of videos,
2: and they get millions and of views.
0: Huge, Man, huge. That and like Ryan,
2: Ryan's World. Well, it's a weird thing because you know if you want to be an actor, there's all these laws that protect children, and you have sure. to have these trusts, and you have to have all this. But for YouTube, that stuff doesn't really exist yet, even though. You can, you're getting paid right. for this potentially, and some of these people are making a living, so then those kids are working, are they not? They're absolutely working, and they're your employees, in a sense, or Google's employees, but we don't have any rules any. I'd never thought of that, I guess right. just because the number of people who actually make a living doing that is pretty small, but I guess the number of people who make a living acting is also pretty small. So. Right. Uh, anyway, all right, got to take a break. We'll come back, and we'll talk about Conor McGregor, and uh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about? Oh! It's been a a month or so, but remember the mom who went missing up in Minnesota? And I said, I'm suspicious of this baby, Daddy. He says he dropped her off. and Do you remember this? No. All right. Well, anyway, case solved. Sort of. I'll explain.
1: A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
3: Yo! Yo! All right, what are we doing? We're finishing doom scrolling.
2: Good, let's do it. Did you hear about the aliens in Las Vegas? Yeah. You did? Yeah. The, uh...
3: I made love to him.
2: Incident apparently took place back in April, but it's just now getting out to the media because there was a 911 call that's been released. Mm-hmm. There's been yeah. uh, some dash cam video that's been of released. Course. There's dash cam video of one of the officers, uh, from one of the officers' patrol cars that shows a light going across the sky, which... When this uh, guy called 911, and the police responded, one of the police said, you know, I I did see a light in the sky earlier. But the guy on the phone with 911 says, there's somebody in my backyard. They, mm. He's like 10 foot tall. There's, there's a couple of them. It's, it's huge. It looks like an alien. I swear to God, this is not a joke. They're like 9 foot, 10 foot tall. They look like aliens to so us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. I
1: have butterflies, bro. Everyone thought of a shooting star, then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. It was like a big
3: creature. Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Did you
1: see anything so land in your backyard? Or- if those nine-foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that- I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> okay, Laszlo, so you ready to see this mm-hmm. video?
2: This is the video that's being shared now on uh, Twitter and such. And uh, you can see Hmm. the creature trying to hide behind the fence there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure he hears all the commotion or she, whatever. They, it, hears all the commotion, doesn't want to get caught, trying to keep a low profile. I mean, I don't know what more evidence you need, Mm. but there you have it.
3: They're very large.
2: That does look like it would be about 10 feet tall, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? I mean, I'd be scared if you saw that in your backyard. You, You saw a light. And you heard yeah, the sort you look out back and you see that thing. What Crazy. do you do? What do you do? I mean, you call 911, you don't want to say alien because you're afraid they won't take you serious, but
3: right. you, I you mean, can tell this guy, be.
2: he's like, I, look, they're huge. I mean, don't make fun of me, but it kind of looks like aliens. Now, the police, when they actually got there and looked in the yard, they didn't see anything. There's Imagine that. Some outlets who've said that there are satellite pictures where you can see there's like a ring, but others have pointed out that that was already there before this mm. supposed crash landing or landing happened and also that video that i showed you there there is now starting to be some skepticism um brought up about that video Lazo. i guess the guy who hmm. tweeted that video originally yes this is a big coincidence but he is like a, a tiktoker who does a lot of uh cgi videos oh promotes like an open source well, that doesn't software that didn't see it that helps you to uh you know, create effects. But th- 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 this is still it's supposed to be dash cam footage and you you know, you can see it. Now there is mm. dash cam footage of the light going across the sky. I don't sure. think anyone's saying that's fake except they're just saying that was probably sure. a uh, a shooting star and nothing more. Donald
3: Trump You gotta go out there and fight him, right?
2: No, I think he's stay inside. I definitely if I saw that thing, if that thing were actually in my backyard, I'd probably pass out. If I saw that thing hovering around out back and mm. hunkering down behind the fence and hiding you're telling me that you wouldn't pass out if you actually saw that I go thing? I'm going try to meet
3: him. He's scared.
2: Yeah, no.
3: I bring him in, like E.T. Yeah. It's my buddy.
2: I'm definitely he probably
3: just one needs one a helping hand. Right. Why are we so scared of him? I don't know. It's scared
2: of us. It's fear of the unknown.
3: Yeah, I mean, but we could just of, go out like and be like, animal. you know. We don't know if
2: it can, can communicate well, it looks with like, us. I
3: mean, but it looks like it's scared and, it's, you know, it'd be like, it's okay. Yeah. I don't know, man.
2: Uh, Trump has been bring indicted. Bring him a Bud Light. Yeah, we got plenty of those now, right? Right.
3: Yeah. See what's going on with them. Trump has been indicted
2: for mishandling classified documents. The indictment was unsealed on Friday. Uh, they say this is his biggest legal challenge yet of all these legal issues that he's been facing, including that um, thing in New York with you know the business dealings, and then he also had that lawsuit with a what was her name? E. Jean Carroll, right? Yeah. Uh, so they are alleging that he had all kinds of classified stuff, including stuff about uh, the U.S. military's capabilities, other countries' capabilities, other countries' nuclear capabilities, yeah. versus that he was showing this stuff to people who were not supposed to be seeing it, and also... Through
3: aliens in his backyard. To
2: aliens in his backyard, and uh, allegedly lied to his own lawyers when his lawyers were like, hey, let's get this, you know, they're asking for this stuff, let's make sure we get them all this stuff. And they're alleging that he hid some of it mm. from his own lawyers. That's why they found that stuff later in the... Man. What was it? In the garage or whatever, and the lawyers were like, what the hell? We thought we were going to do this. We thought that you said you'd hand everything over. Well, anyway, Trump says, you know what? This is a witch hunt. It's Joe Biden's fault. It's a sad, dark day for America. Yeah. And I need you to give me some money. And his uh, his opponents in the Republican primary, um, they're being careful, right? You got uh, Meatball Ron, Dickhead Pence, both of them right. kind of saying and this seems ridiculous. And then the other guy, his name And is. you got Chris Christie and that other former governor. Those two are kind of saying, like, this is bad, Trump is bad, this is just more evidence that he's bad. So they're more willing to go after Trump directly. Meatball Ron and Pence, they're kinda saying, this seems unfair. They're definitely, they're not saying witch hunt, at least from what I've heard, but it sounds like they're kind of agreeing with that. The
3: only good thing about it is it's driven my poll numbers way up.
1: He is still the GOP front runner. And so far his rivals are walking a fine line, criticizing the Justice Department, not the former president.
2: I'm deeply troubled to see this indictment move forward
1: there needs to be one standard of justice in this country
2: all right so there you go that's that was meatball run at the end there in case you didn't recognize his voice Mm -hmm. one standard of justice right yeah sure and that standard should be that former presidents you leave them alone so (laughs) current and former presidents right i guess just highly uh, elected officials officials in general right if you get elected to a a big big time office just leave them alone. cops right obviously no Cops get some special treatment. One
3: form of justice, Slim. That's it.
2: Yeah, that's it. Let's just keep it consistent. Let's keep it the way it's been. Conor McGregor was at a halftime show uh, or doing a halftime show at the uh, Miami Heat game promoting some sort of uh, pain relief cream product, something that he's selling. And apparently something went wrong because he was supposed to interact with the mascot there. And uh, he ended up punching the mascot. Now, did you watch the video, Laszlo? Uh was- No. He, he like hits him, and then when the mascot's on the ground, he hits him again. Apparently this wasn't supposed to happen. You can tell that the people on the court knew immediately this wasn't supposed to happen, because they come running out to the mascots aid like, "Oh my God, And McGregor's just kind of going like "Oh!" You know, oops, what did I do? If I was in the audience, I would have absolutely thought that it was part of the show. Part of the show, but I guess this guy, the mascot, ended up in the hospital.
0: McGregor came out for a special promotional appearance for his new pain relief spray. With Miami fans booing McGregor the entire time, the skit called for McGregor to pitch the product to the crowd until the Heat's mascot Bernie appeared in boxing gear, ready to confront him. Then came the first punch, a left hook, followed by a second
2: one, this time with Bernie on the ground.
0: Jesus.
2: The result, something Jesus. the organizers of the prank hadn't planned on. Yeah, the guy either videotaping or standing right next to the guy videotaping, you do hear him say, he's like, whoa, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he does sound like, maybe he right, realized, like, I don't think that that was supposed to be part of it. I would assume that I would think it's part of the show. The guy went to the uh, hospital, apparently it was a pretty brief uh, emergency room visit, got some pain medication and was Some released. pain spray. Yeah, I would hope that <laughs> this was an opportunity for him to use right, the Conor McGregor pain spray. spray.
3: It feels like they, everyone knows. That right? A, yeah. I mean, I would But abs- there's no—I don't think—I mean, who knows what Conor McGregor does, but I don't think he just lays out the mascot.
2: I wouldn't think so. Especially, you know, he's rich. He knows people want to sue him. Now I think that he—if someone were to start a fight with him—I think oh, it would be hard for him to not fight would. back,
3: knowing that right. it I makes mean, no, a lot it, of money. Through the thing through the bus window, yes, trying to yes. get that. Like I think he would fight someone yes. in a bar, but a mascot. But I don't think he goes up for a promotion for his pain spray thing and then just lights up the mascot.
2: It just doesn't make a ton of sense. But I mean, I don't know. What do you think happened? Do you he think does like all... to
3: get people talking about him, right? So do you? He think... does like that.
2: So, you think he hit the guy harder than he was supposed to maybe, on purpose? Right.
3: Or maybe he hit him harder. Maybe not even on purpose. Maybe it just happened. I mean, the, the, I don't think he tried to hurt the mascot. How about that? And maybe he thought
2: there was more padding in that thing. Maybe he thought he was hitting, like, you know, you think it's yeah. maybe there's like a rubber head under it. I don't know what I'm hitting. Realizes, because he does the way that McGregor kind of flinches after he's done the second time i it makes me wonder if he felt like ooh, that was flesh <laughs> right you know i mean like ooh, i think i just felt that guy's face with my right, knuckles maybe they said they just I told just them, him you know hey
3: the guy's gonna come up you, you right. know, throw a punch at him yeah. fake punch he's gonna fall down yep and he's like okay
2: yeah and then that's it i fought that uh well i guess i wasn't supposed to fight him but uh the mascot at the mavericks i mean that was a whole big thing you know you were trying to get me to Basically, pull a Connor McGregor yeah. you know, Hit get, him. get people talking. And um, I got to be honest, I was kind of scared of him. I mean, he's pretty good. Got on his skates. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know there was a lot of people watching, but it, as I recall, maybe I jumped on his back and tried to bring him to the ice, couldn't quite people do saying,
3: it. People saying, Connor punching that mascot is what's going to happen to you when Warhammer gets out of prison.
2: Yeah, I thought about Warhammer. War Machine. War, War Machine. Memoriam, I—I thought about him honestly when I saw this. Like, well, is it possible that he just can't control his rage even at a halftime show with a mascot who looks so non-threatening? You—you could, you couldn't be less threatening, just like myself. Might I had. I'm the least threatening person you could ever encounter. But still, if you're Conor McGregor, War Machine, it doesn't change the fact that maybe that's in your DNA. Maybe
3: he found out that that. Mascot was talking all kinds of crap on him on the radio, like yeah. you have about War Machine. I haven't
2: talked crap on him. I've well, said call called him that, a little baby girl. No, I did not. That was an exact quote. Yeah. Snowcone. I up. never said
3: that. You said War Machine's a little baby girl. You said a little Absolutely
2: baby girl. never said that. If that were true, Snow Cone would be playing it on a loop. It never happened. <laughs> I never said it. I would never say it. Anyone who heard the conversation knows. They know that, That's that you not said something he was that a pussy. I to say. I absolutely didn't say that either. You probably did. That's sounds like something would you would I say. Because it sounds like something you would say.
3: Well, it doesn't sound like anything I'd say to it, war machine. It does.
2: It sounds like, you know, you, you can take a wolf, you can take a bear, you can take a well, I'm not afraid of a war machine, machine like you right. are,
3: but I'm just not gonna straight up call him a pussy on the radio. Yeah,
2: well, I'm you I am did. scared of him. I wouldn't do that. That makes no sense. If I'm scared of him, why would I call him that on the air?
3: Makes well, I think you're no scared sense. of him now because people said they were gonna tell him, but before the whole he reason was in I jail, brought it up just was because I said we shouldn't
2: let him out. Don't let him out. He right. needs to you stay there. You said get I'm out, you kick his ass. I never said that. Never said that. Back at the can uh, hear
3: this in Leavenworth, so.
2: beginning of April, there was a mom in Minnesota. We talked about her on the show who'd gone missing. Two kids. She lived we They say with, the letter
3: he's been receiving has definitely said that you called him.
2: Mm-hmm, I know. You guys have been writing him letters. There was a mom in Minnesota named uh, Madeline Kingsbury. She had gone missing. She had taken her two kids to school, daycare, whatever it was, dropped them off with uh, her boyfriend. They came back. Now, it was like her ex-boyfriend, but they were still living together at the time. Come back to the house. The boyfriend says that they get home. He borrowed her van to go to work, and when he came back for, like, lunch, she wasn't there. Now, her friends had been trying to get a hold of her. They were concerned about her well-being, and the baby daddy's like, I don't know where she is. You know, I'm I'm worried, too. So the investigation kicks off. they got to try and find this missing person. They weren't giving us a whole lot of information other than the fact that they kept referring to this guy as her ex-boyfriend, but it seemed like they were living together, which we now know that they were. Apparently, they had an on-again, off-again relationship for about seven years. His lawyer was on TV adamantly saying, like, my client has been consistent from day one. He is not involved. Mm -hmm. People were critical, as they always are, of the boyfriend's involvement or lack of involvement in the searches going on the news, and he finally spoke up. The boyfriend did and said, look, I've been advised by the authorities to limit my presence at these things for my safety. So this idea that you're not seeing me all the right. time means that I'm somehow guilty. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what he said. Well, an area that they had searched previously, apparently they used some digital tracking evidence and found an area that they wanted to go search again. And it's in an area of land that apparently this dude's family somehow cares for. They didn't mm. straight up say that they own the land, but they, there's okay. something to do with his family. They found her body. Uh, she was wrapped in blankets, wrapped in gorilla tape. They said the method of, uh, or the cause of death was absolutely homicide and they have now arrested baby daddy. And there's more information coming out about this guy. Now, the
1: body of 26 year old Madeline Kingsbury found Wednesday afternoon in a wooded area near the town of Mabel by a Fillmore County deputy still unclear exactly how she died the discovery leading detectives to arrest the father of kingsbury's children adam fravel who repeatedly denied any involvement in her disappearance police say it was fravel who last saw kingsbury on march 31st the day the two dropped their children off at school fravel later telling police he left kingsbury's home in her van for about three and a half hours when he returned she was missing
2: so now there's this new information her mm-hmm. family her sister i saw her post a. a Video on TikTok saying basically, like, we thought it was him. You know, it's been a long journey, but at least we, you know, we have her body now because they obviously thought that she was dead. It's been a couple of months, but there's all this information coming out. I guess there have been lots of allegations of abuse from this guy. There was a Zoom call at one point that someone told police they were a witness uh, to where. Madeline is in the Zoom call, and they see the boyfriend walking. He doesn't realize that she's on the Zoom call. He comes in and hits her, hmm. then realizes that the camera's on, that he's being filmed. and, whoa, and leaves. There was an accus- They found some text messages too, where Madeline had said something to him about choking her and throwing her down the steps, and that that better not happen again. And then the big kicker here is that according to some friends of hers or family <coughs> members, they said that the boyfriend had told her shortly before she went missing. Basically, if you don't behave, you're going to end up like Gabby Petito. Ooh. And according to an article that I just read where you're out there smoking, one of these uh, articles says that the police got him to confirm that he had said that. So I don't know if there were text messages, because if that's just something that you said and it's hearsay, I would right. deny that, my friend. Deny it. Right. But it makes me wonder if there's text messages. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing would be like, okay, yeah, I did tell her one time. She no, yeah. Like Gabby Petito, I was kind of... Kind of obsessed with that case. And so we know that they have some of these text messages, but the, the dude's busted. At 26 and 28 years old, or 27, 28 years old, it's just, you're, I mean, I'm old, but it's another one of these where I'm I'm almost willing to bet that she was trying to break up with him for good. Right. It's, it's always when you watch these true crime things, you tell them that, it, that you're pregnant, that gets a lot of women killed, it would seem. And then telling them that uh, it's over. I'm going over there to break up with them right now. Right. And then the friends don't hear from her. And they're like, oh, no, she was going over there to end things. And that's and the, you see these people on TV all the time. Like, that is the biggest risk for violence. But if you've got a violent partner, those are your, that's your highest risk moment is right. when you're trying to end it. So th- this relationship had been on again, off again. Her friends and family had been, it sounds like, telling her to get out of there. And at least some of her friends said that she was ending it, it was over. And this guy, the baby daddy, said that things had ended, she had ended it, he was going to move out, and that he knew that she was seeing someone else. He didn't know who or for how long, but he knew that she'd been seeing someone else and that it was it was over. I mean, I don't know, Laszlo, as a parent, like, no one raises their kid to be no. uh, a, a murderer. No one no. raises their kid to be violent. Well, so, I mean, I, don't know I guess maybe that. some do. Yeah, yeah,
3: right. I mean, violence, you know. But I mean,
2: do you do you have that talk as a father of sons with how you how to treat people, how to treat women, how to treat someone in a relationship? They're a little young yeah. for that
3: now, right? A little bit, but I certainly tell them like you know, yeah, of course, walk away. You know, uh, you're going to be in relationships and situations where you're angry. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be more angry than you've ever been in your life. Right. You got to walk away. You have to. You have to walk away. Just just get out. Yeah, you can't. Just, There's nothing you can do. Just You have to walk out. away. Just leave. Yep. Just leave.
2: And uh, speaking of your kids, I know your son got a summer job, right? Well, Which is he's... very exciting. Yeah. Uh, or yes. training for it. Yeah, training for it, yeah. And I just saw a thing this morning that said teen summer jobs have skyrocketed. The number of teens hmm. getting these jobs and, of course, what these jobs pay now. They pay a lot more than they did not only when we were teenagers, but just... A few years ago, yeah, within the last few years. It was only a few years ago that as summer rolled around, A fraction of workers plucked for jobs were teenagers. But fast forward to 2023 and hirings at this Richmond area company, The Art Factory, paints a very different picture of
1: what's happening now across the U.S.
3: There is 46 of us and out of the 46, 27 are teenagers.
1: In June of 2019, the percent
2: of hires for those 15 to 19 years old was 2%. In June of 2022, it climbed to 15%, and this year, forecast to grow to a whopping 18%. It said that teenagers this year with these summer jobs can expect to make almost 10% more than just last summer. Okay. That they're getting paid good well, money. Yeah, probably course, because people didn't want to do it. Yeah, the ultimate jobs are summer jobs for teens. Lifeguards, mm-hmm. of course, camp counselors. Uh, but they said even if you're getting a job as like a you know, an office job or something, they said it still holds true that they can expect to make almost ten percent more Good for money. Them. And I mean, I don't know, when I was a teenager, when you were a teenager it was minimum, minimum wage, wage, that's, that's it, what you unless got. you got in the service industry and you hope to make tips. Right. Yeah, Other than that, wage, there, that was there was it. no option. You could if when you got to a certain age you could work construction. And that would pay you a yeah, few dollars wage. Yeah, But above that was more rates. of
3: like, you know. Older teenagers, Yes, yeah. or,
2: or teens that have decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. Right, yeah. I'm done with school, whatever. Not always, but most of the time. It wasn't usually just, this is, I just do this in the summertime. Right. It was just minimum wage jobs. Is he excited?
3: I think so. He seems to be. He hasn't started yet, so we'll see.
2: Well, it's still pretty cool. I mean, yeah. first summer job, turning 16, all those things. Sounds maybe. good. Good summer. The Church of Laszlo. We're
3: done? Mm-hmm. Wow, that was exciting. Good day. Good day. Someone got us a fan? I you th- know
2: who, who sent this? Someone some on Twitch. Yeah. They said they sent. I forgot who it was, though. Me too. But thank you. When the box came today, nobody wanted to open it. Mm. Even was the scared Even the person it. from downstairs was like, I'm scared. I think scared. we all
0: figured it was a sex doll of some kind.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, it was a tall-ass box. It was. A, yeah, it was just a really tall box. And I overheard the person who brought it up like, yeah, I'm scared to open that thing. There was no return address on it. It just said slim Fast. Like, all right, well, the last time I got a Is box like it a quiet it. fan or something? It's supposed eh, it's to be supposed to, yeah, a quiet swivel fan. It's got a remote control. These things are pretty expensive, you know? They'll set you back, what, hundred bucks? Nice. Something like that? Not that it matters. It's the thought that counts, but it's very nice. Really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. What are you guys doing tonight?
3: I don't have any plans. You?
2: Oh, you should watch that, uh, or at least start watching it and see what you think. The uh, Burden of Proof thing on HBO. Oh, yeah. Burden of Proof? Burden of Proof. It's a guy who uh, his sister went missing back in the 80s, and he's convinced that his parents had something to do with it, and he confronts them about it. Pretty good? I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I could see you being frustrated with. It. I'm not sure, but i I think I think you'll enjoy it. It's four episodes. Could have been probably two or three, but still, I thought it was interesting. I
3: did watch. Um, oh, that oh. show you're talking about. Yeah, uh, what was the name uh, of that? Based on a
2: true story. Yeah, that's pretty good. I added that to my list. I saw that was out this weekend, but I didn't watch it. Are I they, think you might
3: like it. it. Makes fun of kind of makes fun of people who like true crime stuff so much. I'll check it out. I like Kaylee. Kuoko, or man, yeah, the guy who's is. in it I really like. I don't ever remember his name, but yeah, I
2: don't know the guy's name either. But he's in a lot of stuff. Snowcone, yeah. you know, he's, he's the cop from. um Oh damn it! What's the what was the HBO show about the 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 you you loved it about Sharp Objects? Oh you know, yeah, the guy who played the cop in that. No. Yeah. Well, anyway, you you recognize him if I show you a picture? Have you seen the trailer? Well, Snowcone doesn't have peacock. Mm. Yes, I do. I oh, you use was, mine? Yeah. And it's still working. Yeah. Okay. Good. No password sharing problems there, huh? Yeah, well, you really should
3: would. watch it. I'll check it out. I think both of you will like it. I'll what check it, it out.
2: Uh, based, based on the true story. story. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we done? That's it. We're done.
3: All right. Well, good show. What would you say her name was? Kelly Colloquial? Keely Colloquial. 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 Yes,
2: Colloquial.
0: Perfect.
3: All right. Good show. The Church of Laszlo.
0: in is the audio platform with something for everyone.